So it's that time for my next podcast. Um, this one could get a little bit difficult. Um, I think it's about a month now that's passed since my my last one um, when I spoke to you about uh, my health. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of break this down into I suppose three segments. I'm gonna do a little bit of a follow up from the last podcast to let you know the feedback which was amazing um then i'm going to talk to you a little bit about um where i am i suppose after my health problems and so on um which is sort of crossed over into my work into my business uh it's given me time to think and reflect i've met some amazing people spoke to some amazing people which has put a different spin on life um and then I'm going to talk to you about what my plans are in the near future going forwards. Um, yeah, and some some of it will be some of it will be quite difficult for me. I'm I'm not a talker um, openly with people. Um, I tend to keep things bottled up, and that's why I'll be honest. I'm doing this podcast at six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. Um, I suppose it's where I'm at in my life, really. It's, it's my it's my bit of therapy, if you like, that I talk into this telephone without any imagination that anybody's going to listen to me. So, yeah, I'm able to do it. I'm able to do it. But, yeah, just for those that don't know, 52 years of age bloke, um, ex-professional sportsman. Um, yeah, I suppose typical bloke, really. Don't talk a great deal about issues life um i know what i'm like i i put a when i go out the door i put a smile on my face and pretend everything's okay but yeah the last few months have been tough really tough with the health um so i'm going to start on that i know the last podcast that i did was um what how can i word it it was um it was yeah. I was I was struggling. I, I'd ha- I'd had a blood clot. The blood clot hadn't been diagnosed. I felt that Watford General Hospital, you know, all the visits that I'd had there had um, had sort of been a waste of time. And then I go to another hospital diagnosed with a blood clot, so on and so forth. Uh, the feedback from that podcast was amazing. I have to say, um, I can't believe people listen to it. I can't believe the reaction to it. I can't believe that even some some of the comments I've had from close friends sort of, you know, I think because they know me and know it's not easy for me to talk about that sort of stuff, um, were just amazed with my honesty. Um, but, yeah, I, fe- I felt it was right. But I have to say, I'm so pleased that I did it because i I've got to speak to some some great people and and I will give you a little bit of an insight into that so just to give you an update on the health side of it so diagnosed now probably about a month or so ago now um just going back over it so i've got I've got blood clots in the arm blood clots in the lungs both lungs um and it has been tough, incredibly tough. I think the for the first probably eight weeks, 
nearly two months of not being diagnosed with blood clots, just told that I'd got a kidney stone, left me feeling emotionally drained. I was I was so tired, I can't explain to you how little energy I've got, how little um, stamina. I have absolutely no stamina. I could not, even at this moment, I could not probably run 50 yards. Um, and for someone who's been relatively fit, or well, for part of their life up to the age of 40, very fit. And then after that, you know, I, I yeah, I, I've got to look at that. And the last part of this podcast will be about what I'm going to try and do move. No, what I am going to do moving forwards, because I've got to make drastic changes. Um, so over the last month, I've gone back, I've gone back to work. Um, I'm going to talk about my business in a minute, but to keep my business afloat, to keep me afloat, I've had to go back and do some part-time work, and I've I've gone back to American Golf, the big uh, high street retailer. Um, I've been doing three days a week there. Uh, I went back for those reasons, but I also went back because um, my business is going to be a little bit more on the retail side. We're going to do about four products. Uh, and I wanted to learn about products. I wanted to learn about golf, how people bought things. Um, and yeah, it's, it's 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 been absolutely fascinating. I have touched on it that American golf, I think, gets a bad rep. The, the people that I've met in there, staff-wise, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I'm doing this on a Sunday morning, this podcast, but last Friday, after... Uh, a chance meeting with the, one of the guys from the investment company called Endless who bought American Golf about four months ago. We got talking in store one day, didn't know who the guy was and it uh, turned out that he was one of the, the main people from Endless and we got chatting away and so on and I, I didn't hold back on my views about his shop and he agreed and we agreed to meet before I had the health problems um, and he's been very good. I, w- I won't name the guy but He's messaged me during my illness, asked me how I'm getting on. Um, let's meet up when I feel better and I'm back to work. So I've been back to work for about two weeks. Um, I've gone back to work on a on the basis of that I do what I can. Um, the manager in the store, Nick, is has been great. I've kept just let him know where I've been. I did go back a few times when I when I didn't know what I'd got and I had to leave. Um, and that was the frustrating thing. But now we know what it is. Nick's been very accommodating. American Golf have been very accommodating. and said, look, you know, you come in, let us know what days you're going to come in, see how you feel. So like today, Sunday, and I am going to go in today and I will be in at 10 o'clock. And I am getting a little bit stronger each day. Um, just a, a bit stronger. Not not very. I'm I'm incredibly unfit. I'm incredibly weak. Um and that's been, I think, the hardest thing for me to deal with. I have absolutely no energy. I cannot explain to people my total lack of energy. And I don't know if that's the actual blood clot. I don't know if it's the warfarin, the blood thinners. Um the total lack of energy is is just really tough. Um and I think that's what I've struggled with the most here. So American golf, go in, do what hours you can. Um, 
fantastic. I had a great chat with the guy, as I said, last Friday. We spoke about ideas and some of the products that we're involved with in the golf industry. American Golf are going to look at. Um, who knows where that'll go. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's been absolutely fascinating. So, you know, for a lot of you golf people out there, it's very easy to rubbish that, that them as a company. Um Listen, it all comes down to, to me, the staffing store. If you, you know, the Watford branch has got probably as good a staffing system as I've seen. You've got a, a, a PGA, ex-PGA Pro manager, fantastic, very meticulous, does his job, very good. Uh, you've got an assistant manager who's great with people, loves his golf. Um, Steve, really enjoys his company and same sort of age as me but he, he he does other things outside of work as well and then you've got uh, Chris who's was a tour player who now I think for the last 20 30 years has been a club fitter and his club fitting knowledge is fantastic and when he comes in the sales go up so yeah it, it watching him work is something else and then two young lads um Elfie and Ryan Big mention to them, 17-year-olds, fantastic. So the whole team at American Golf have been great to me, really enjoyed working there. Is it for me long-term? No, it's not. You know, I, I, it's, um, I, I enjoy it, and uh, it, 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 as I said, it, it, I have my reasons for going there, but uh, for, for the next foreseeable future, I have to continue to work there, you know, um, because I've missed a couple of months and so on. Um, yeah, that that's I have to I have to work there. Simple as that. So no other way of putting it. So back to the podcast and the comments. Um, this, as I said to you at the time, coincided with the UTC, um, which is a a cancer charity in the world. The world. Sorry, I can never say that word. And um, I've been talking more to them and to to Jamie from. Playfair events and we're going to do a lot more of that hopefully and we've got this concept of taking golf to an area for a week and taking it to the best clubs taking it to the worst schools and and I'm I'm really massively looking forward to that I really am um so I I think for me to talk about a charity I need to do that separately I need to talk about that individually because it deserves that so I'm, I'm not missing out on the charity stuff at the moment i'm just want to do it justice um which in a general podcast i don't feel i can do so uh, i will talk about that another time more in depth and i'll post stuff on social media as well so that really brings me on to zem sports zem sports was set up um probably about four years ago uh, with the idea of coaching uh, events and so on. It's been a journey. It's been a long journey. Um, there are some other people involved with it other than myself who have invested in it. And to those guys, I really appreciate it. Um, it's been, and this is going to be the hardest thing for me to talk about because Zem Sports is... Z for Zach, E for Edel, and M for Mark. That's where it comes from. For those that you don't know, Z, Zach, is my son. Um, and why did I set it up? 
Why did I set up a business? Did I set up a business to earn massive amounts of money? No, no, never my intention. Never, never ever my intention. I see so many people come into the leisure industry and set up a business thinking they're going to make money quick. Doesn't work that way. Um, maybe I'm, listen, maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I'm not driven by money. Um, and it's probably a really good job at the moment. Um, I need to do things that I love doing. I've been very fortunate. I've gone from my football to my real tennis, and now I've set up a business. I set this business up when I was probably, what, very, very late 40s. Um, and I've gone into it with enthusiasm. I've gone into it with a lot of passion, huge amounts of passion. Um, but I've gone into it probably very naive i'm not as i said i'm not a businessman I'm, I'm a coach that's what i do i coach people you know whether it was to play football or whether it was to to to, to play real tennis uh, I, that's really what i see what i do what what is a good coach good communicator with people knowing what abilities people have got um and then in and a passion to see people improve, enjoy what they do. I think that's really deep down what I'm probably best at. Um, on the golf coaching, working in American golf, we do club fitting with people. And I'll be honest with you, I've probably been too honest in there at times. No, not too honest, that's not right. No, fuck it, I've been, I've been totally honest with people that, you know, sometimes... They don't need to spend £500 on a brand new driver when their driver or what they've got or a cheaper one will do just as good a job. I, I can't, I cannot sort of do that. I don't, I don't believe in it. I've tried to, when I first got involved in golf, I looked at a golf, golf job um, and part of that golf job was I got more commission if I sold clubs through lessons. Pfft, couldn't do it. Never took that job. Didn't want it. Couldn't do that. Um, I, I find that slightly not right if i'm there to teach someone let's teach someone um not not to look through, and i see this a lot as well i see golf professionals looking through someone's golf bag and you know before they even looked at what they do it's oh what about this club or that club and, and it's commission-based sales and, and that's not why the person's there so that that's not me so the setting up of zem sports was never to to set up a business and make a lot of money quick and sell it or do whatever. Um, Zem Sports is about me. It's very much me. Um, it probably is very much me. It's uh, it's done with passion. It's 24-7 for me. I, I live and breathe it. I, I'm not the best at sort of saying, right, these are the hours. I, I've always got time for people. And I, I, I don't, what, a couple of stages, it's been ridiculous because... I was dealing with people in America and I was dealing with the golf bags in China and obviously because of the hours people keep, I was more or less messaging or on the phone or, you know, stupid hours, really stupid hours and probably not being that effective. But I think when you start a new business, you that's what you feel you've got to do. But it's even harder for me because it's what I love doing. It's, it's, it's My business is now my hobby. It's my passion. It's my... Zach's older now, Zach's 23 now, so I feel you know, that was a massive part of my life. But this, I don't want to say it's taken over, but um, Zach's on his way in life, so 
this is my thing really and um yeah i've i've listen i've made loads of mistakes i've the golf industry is full of fucking useless people sorry about my expression but there's so many fucking useless people in the golf industry it's untrue um and i'm sure it's true in every every industry you know this is the first i suppose proper industry i've worked in um and I probably didn't realise. Very naive. Real tennis, great thing, great place. Uh, yeah, you've got some pros in there that maybe are just treading water, but generally really good people, honest people. In the golf industry, it's 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 quite mind blowing. It's quite mind blowing the people I've dealt with. But on but in that said, you've also got some fantastic people as well. So what I found as a business is whatever. The secret is is find the right people in the golf industry. And yes, you do have to have a lot of time. You do have to a lot of phone calls, a lot of meetings. And really, is what you're trying to do, from my point, is find the right people. Um, they don't have to be... I just want to, want to work with people who are just pretty straight, who are honest, who are prepared to do what they say. And... Um, yeah, it, it 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 it's been a journey. You know, I got involved with a golf club at Milton Keynes. Well, I'll probably get sued if I told you what I thought to them. Um, it was it was ex council run, and the mentality of running it was well, it was something else. So, uh, and that was right the way through that club. I've no idea. You know, I spent. I suppose I dragged on with it for probably two years, thinking I could turn it round. I could. I could do this with it, I could do that with it. Um, and it probably, was I naive? Was I, I don't know what I was, don't know. Um, but yeah, looking back on it, it was definitely a lesson learned. And I've had a few of those, I'll, I'll be honest. I have made a few, mis- no, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've, I've sort of gone into things and invested in things Um and they're all great, these things, if you're there, if you're overlooking them, if you're overseeing them. But if you're relying on a golf club or people within that golf club to do things, it's very difficult. It is really difficult at times. So I've sort of made a conscious decision in the last probably six months that I will not deal directly with a golf club as such. I, I will not put my products in a golf club to sell. Um... And when it comes to events and so on, uh, it, it's there are very few people directly connected with the golf club that I will deal with. So I, I pick and choose much more on that, and I tend to make a decision much quicker. Um, but that's Zem Sports. So Zem Sports breaks into two areas. Zem Sports breaks into the mobile golf side of it, which I do with what has probably become one of my best friends, a guy called Neil Bates. Neil and I met five years ago when I first started. I got my golf qualification. I think it was more by chance we met. We talked about uh, um, visiting people, going to their houses with golf nets and so on. And Neil and I got talking, became really good friends. As I say, you know, there's not that many people in the golf industry I've got huge amounts of time for. But Neil's definitely one of them. And as I say, he's he's become a really good friend. Uh, We talked probably twice a day um, and Neil and I do Zem Sports Mobile Golf which is probably we, we look at as our main part of our business which is putting golf on cruise ships um, 
how's it come about? Uh, I have to be a little bit careful what I say. It, it's through a contact who does something with TUI cruise ships. Um, we've been lucky enough to go on there. We we put basically a golf professional on the cruise ship. He gives lessons. He or she gives lessons. Um, and it is just a phenomenal thing. I think it's not just good for us. It's good for the the holiday company. They enjoy it. We're looking to do more with them. And I suppose I've waited to try and pursue this side of a business that it takes a long time to we're obviously a big corporate company it's got to fit in with them new people come new people go and, and it's difficult but yeah it's something i really enjoy i'm really passionate about and, and and also i enjoy working with neil i'll be honest that um he's someone that i totally respect and as i say we speak most days and and that side of zem sports will continue and we're looking to bring I suppose more that idea into the UK where we go to venues um, and we we do mobile golf. We we did one the other week at Coldy Golf Club in the world with the UTC uh, charity and um, it, we, we, we put up the simulator indoors and we get people playing and we did nearest the pin and the winner could have won, uh, if you got a hole in one, you could have won a car. So these sorts of things I love doing. I think we can really build on that. And we're starting to now. We've got some really good things going on. For example, this week, where am I this week? I am at the Buckinghamshire Golf Club on Friday the 29th. Um, this is with Andy Johnson, the guy we do some work with, an ex-England player. Uh, it, it's for an ex-footballer's daughter's some health issues, so there's a charity day there. So we'll take the targets to the Buckinghamshire and we'll set up, and hopefully we'll be involved in raising lots of money. Um, and, I, and that's where I'm happiest, you know. I'm out there, I've got people playing the targets. Uh, it's fun. It's, it's just raising money. Sorry, that was my alarm to get up this morning. Um, so yeah, that, that, that side of Zem Sports is great. I, 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 it's it's got massive potential. We're at a stage now where something's got to happen, but I think all, a lot of hard work has been done. A lot of things are put in place. Um, there are a couple of things that are that are out there that I can't say at this moment in time. That if they come off, fantastic. So that side of the business is something that I think. And again, as I say, we will be hands-on, and, and that's what makes it work for me, you know, knowing that we're hands-on. What I might do with it is we get asked to do a lot of events in other areas. Um, so I might look at, I suppose, if someone came along from an area and wanted to work with us, um, we could provide the equipment, and they could, if they found the events and wanted to host the events, if they were the right person. It's not. It's not like a... It's not like selling an area or anything like that, but I suppose in a way I, I would look at that. I would look if someone wanted to get involved with us. Um, you know, I can't go to Cornwall tomorrow to do an event. I can't go to Edinburgh tomorrow to do an event. Um, but I think with our backing, um, we also work with a company called Peel Entertainment. Peel Entertainment um, 
work with TUI as well, and they put all the singers and the dancers um, on the cruise ships, and we work with them, and we're looking at working with them even more, so when it comes to an event, we can make it look better. I think that's massively important, so we don't just... The golf has to be right, it has to be safe, but I think, you know... Uh, I think an entertainment company can put a real, real edge on it. Um, so we work with those guys, which is good. And yeah, that that that's that's the sort of the event side of Zem Sports. The other side of Zem Sports is that I'm going to do four products. I'm going to do my Italian golf shoes, which has been how can we say this? It's been probably the longest journey over time. Um, I got involved with one guy who promised me the world, who we went to Italy to see twice, uh, was, was shown around, we were shown factories, we were shown all sorts of things. Um, and it should have been the best thing ever. We should have um, produced a shoe that was fantastic. I had this idea of totally fitting someone a shoe not not just um not just producing a shoe in a box and saying there you go there's your size nine off your pop i, I mean getting down on my hands and knees measuring their feet you know getting their each individual foot correctly measured it, it was a brilliant concept it was a brilliant concept um and then we made an order that order didn't turn up then we Chase the order, the order still didn't turn up. Um, I had a situation where I measured one guy's shoes, uh, the shoe came, I went, I was on the way to Wales and bless, bless the guy, he came, he tried it on and it was about two sizes too small for him. Um, so the measurements that I was sending were either not read properly or when you come to what someone wants out of a shoe, if you measure someone's shoe, now some people like a loose fitting shoe, some people want a tight fitting shoe. So actually made to measure doesn't work because you can make that shoe to, to their foot, but what that person wants doesn't work. Um, so that was again, another time, another expense. Um, I didn't want to give up on it though, because I knew that this was a work. Long and short, that guy went, uh, we couldn't work with him, which was a real shout. I liked him. When I met him, I met him twice. Um, it was, he was nice. He was good company. With the end and short of it, the bloke was, bloke was total bullshit. Um, and and I feel sorry. We we went across, uh, met the lady who was the interpreter. She was lovely. She got frustrated as well with him. Um, and then I heard last week he's in more trouble. He promised shoes to Wentworth or something. Went to Wentworth, took orders, and the orders haven't turned up. So. I won't name the bloke, I won't even give him the time of day and name in his company, but uh, yeah, to totally misled there on that one. Uh, we've since found another supplier, um, which I'm just waiting for the samples to come in. I've seen pictures of the samples, um, and it's a, pr it's a product that really excites me. It won't be for everybody, it's going to be just under £200. I'm not going to sell it through golf pro shops, I'm going to try and sell direct to golfers and that's going to be a battle and um 
that's just the way I've decided to go. I've decided to try and do it through social media. I might not sell as many, um, but I just, I just, yeah, through golf clubs, I just don't want to do it. It's not the way I see the future of, of golf retail, if you like. So watch this space in a few weeks. Those samples will be in, and if I'm happy with them and I feel that the guy will be a good supplier, we'll take those to market. Uh, so that's one of my products. The other products that probably most of you know what I do follow me is um, is my Cubic sunglasses, which, again, is one of the other people in the golf industry that I total respect for. Ken, um, just passionate about his product. It's made in the UK. He spent years of his life and everything he's got into this product. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Cubic sunglasses can be just a standard sunglass. Well, they're not standard because you can't break them. You can jump on them. You can do whatever. You can't break them. Phenomenal product. You can buy that uh, just as a great pair of sunglasses. But to me, the real key with it is you can put your prescription in. And you can take this as a sales pitch or not. But your Oakley sunglasses with prescription in, you're looking about 350 quid. Cubic RX with your prescription in. It's a better lens. It's a better fit. Um... It's just not got the big brand name. Will retail around about 150 quid. Um, so that is there already. We need to be. We need to take that to market more and do more with it. Um, and then from that, going back to the shoe, what I looked at and thought, right, okay, what I'd like to do is become a bit of a foot specialist because I suppose working in the retail, um, looking at shoes what golf shoes do it's, it's basically run by about what four big manufacturers foot joy adidas nike under armor puma we're probably getting up to half a dozen um all pretty much the same all got the same ideas you know if you go into the shops they all look the same so we wanted to do something different and my argument is you spend all that money on a pair of golf shoes and the inner sole in it is shit it's worth pennies absolute pennies so we're going to work with a company called orthosol um and it's not a cheap product well it is a cheap product because it's your feet you're walking for four and a half hours so you know I, i've been a professional sportsman all my life it just happens to be that the two guys that i'm working with on the uh, i'm doing a sock as well and an inner soul just happen to have both played professional sport for their country in their sport so that gives you a little bit of an idea of the type of people I work with. Um, they understand things from a sport point of view. So, yeah, we, we hope to become a bit of a, a, a golf foot expert. Sounds a bit weird, I know, but that, that's really where we're going to go with that side of it. Um, I don't want to make this podcast too long. I know it's I'm looking at the time of it and it's I'm half an hour in, so I'm, I'm going to sort of skip a little bit. Uh, so Zem Sports is a, a critical stage, let's put it that way. Um, as I say, yeah, probably down, down to me, I'll be brutally honest, that mistakes that I've made, uh, money it's cost. But I think anybody who's set up a business has made mistakes. You've got to make mistakes to learn. Um, I, I'm of the view that I'd rather do something that I'm passionate about than just do something for the sake of it and listen that that might if i'm honest in six months time or even less mean that i have to live in a tent in the middle of a field um that's me i, I can't change that i can't 
you know I'm passionate I'm driven um, and I'm learning as I go but I, I do need to change things but I, th I think Sem Sports in the last six months has really taken shape it's in a great place it, it just needs to now um, I suppose make money for want of a better word it, it's as simple as that so uh, I won't be giving in um, but uh, that brings me on to, to me now um, where I'm at um, the health has been as I say, it's you can tell I'm I'm not really sure what to say about it. It's uh, it's caused stress everywhere. I've not been the easiest at home. I think um, it, it, I think people around me probably don't realise how ill I am um, or have been, how weak I am, how frustrating I find that in their eyes. It's probably. Uh, because there's there's no there's no cuts there's no bruises there's no breaks um and it, to the outside world I probably look all right and it's, it's it's one of those you're touching on the mental health issue uh and I think there has been some of that there has that listen there definitely has because as I've said before I, I completely had a panic attack in front of a doctor when I was ill um of that age uh, I went to a funeral the other day of a lad my next door neighbour who was probably about six months older than me um, so what he's probably just about 53 something like that and that that's a shocker that's a real shocker and and there seems to be a lot of stories with guys in their 50s struggling with health and so on um, as I say I've never been a drinker or a smoker which it's probably helped me through this actually if I'm honest I look at it and think if I was a smoker or a drinker it might have taken its toll on me a little bit more would I've got through this even I don't know I'm not, I'm not I'd like to think that because I haven't been a drinker or a smoker that it's made me a little bit stronger I think if there are other things going on in there it possibly wouldn't have been so easy um, and I've had, I've had my moments I have had my moment as I say with the business um, where it's at, uh, but my health is is my health is. I don't want to live if I'm. You know, getting off the sofa was tough. I haven't played any sport. I couldn't. I could not at this moment in time play two holes of golf, if that, and carry my bag. Two holes of golf, I reckon I could do. And I reckon I'd be absolutely shattered and I'd have to come home and have a sleep and so on. And, and I cannot explain to people how debilitating that is. So, um, yeah, that, that's just, it's a difficult one for me, that to talk about. It really is. Uh, I watched a programme the other night and it, I suppose it was all, it's all part of this journey as well called Harry's, Harry's Heroes, was it? Uh, about the footballers. Um, and I watched that thinking, what a great program. Not just from the football point of view, but I thought it, it, I was super impressed with, yeah, Paul Merson was talking about his issues. I, I didn't realise that Paul Merson still had the, well, you've always got these issues, but I didn't realise they were still relevant in his life. I thought they were in the past and he'd overcome it and he obviously hadn't. And 
I think, you know what, you see a lot of shit on TV, but that actually was a was a proper programme. Not not for the funny, you know, yeah, that's footballers. It, it's an area that I miss, um, and it is footballers all over. They're big kids, aren't we? Um, never really grow up, but I think it looked at certain issues. It looked at... Um, it looked at Paul Merson. It looked at Razor Ruddock's health. Uh, but what they all had in common, these lads, all about my age, all have played sport and all that shit food. All that shit food. All had their fingers in the bloody cookie jar, literally. Um, you know, they all had a stash of food and um, that, that was their downfall. That was, yeah, some, some were drinkers and yeah, Paul Merson, there was drugs as well. But the downfall was just picking up food. Uh, Razor Ruddock summed it up, and, and I'm the same. Why can't I walk past the fridge and not open it and put, put my hand in it? Why? What is it? And, and I think when you play sport, in those years, you weren't educated on food. So the, the sportsmen of today, in all sports, you know, they'll grow up and they'll probably have much more control over their diet. When we were playing, just eat what you want because you ran it off and, and I think you then take that mentality into not playing and you know I, I could see so many sort of um, I just looked at that and saw parts of me all over it um, but it, it it did bring the health thing into question um, so then the one person that I've spoken to I've spoken to this one lad I think potentially probably in total probably about eight minutes on the telephone and quite a lot of messages um his name was ben and i've I've told you the story in the last last podcast how it touched me that just to recap that this lad had uh, he lives in halifax got two young kids think he's married got definitely got a partner um and went in with sore legs so on so forth and long and short of it is, um, he, he he just kept going back in the hospitals and and was sent out with the drugs. And the guy lost his lost his leg six months later due to a blood clot. Um, I'm going to go and meet Ben hopefully fairly soon. Um, when I spoke to him a few weeks ago, he was he was just coming out the other side I think is the best way to explain it he, he sort of got himself do back in the gym and he was starting to feel better about himself but again he'd suffered really badly and rightly so fuck me you know I think I've got a few health problems but when that happens you know life's tough and I think the whole thing is that there's been no support financially he couldn't claim for this and that I don't know the ins and the outs of it um but it's a brutal story. Um, and we've been talking, and one of the nicest things that's ever happened to me is his partner, his girlfriend, wife, not sure, sent me a message just saying, thank you so much for taking the time out just to, just to have a chat with him. He, he, he came off the phone buzzing, and, you know, and that, that meant so much to me. I cannot explain to you that message meant the world to me. Um, and I think that's why I do my job. That's why I do what I do. That you could pay me all the money in the world. Give me everything, cars, houses, what wouldn't mean as much to me as that one message. And I've had another message since saying that 
since we spoke, he's 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 a different, not a different person, but he's. And it's not down to me. It's not. It, it just maybe it's coincided with me talking to him that it's. Um, it, he's now set up his own business. He doesn't know which way to turn. Bless him. He set up his own business. He wanted to sell. We, we talked about doing golf shoes for paraplegic people and selling one shoe. He said, as he said, people don't need two shoes. And he's gone to a, 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 I think, a sports company that sells shoes and they've allowed him to take a stock. And that's part of his business that what he wants to do. Um, and he's now got more trained boxes of training shoes in his house than you can imagine. Um, and he's got the para, British Paralympic team want to talk to him. Um, and I spoke to him yesterday and the bloke's got a business that's going to go through the roof. He's, um, it's amazing. And I think, well, if I was a little part of that, that's great. That That's, that's great news. So I'm going to, I am going to do a podcast with Ben and I'm going to possibly do a video with him. Um, we're heavily involved in the golf show in May. Again, somebody else I've met in the golf industry, Alex, who's running the golf show. He's not a golfer. He's an ex-rugby player. Uh, I went to meet him at the venue a week or so ago. And really refreshing. The guys does events, not, not in the golf industry, as I say, in other, other fields. And he decided to do a golf event and wants to do something different. So we're going to be quite heavily involved in that with our targets. So, again, I'll let you know more when that's happening, but that'll happen probably mid-May. I think it's something like 16th, 17th or 17th, 18th of May in High Wycombe. So, you know, that's a time where I really like to get lots of people down that I know, and it's free entry. I think he's done it really right, and there's some other shows with it. It's not just golf, so it's it's high-end sort of helicopters, aeroplanes, boats and cars and things, so it, it, it's top-end stuff that he does, but... Um, yeah, so hopefully Ben's going to come down for that. I've got my mate Robin Matthews-Williams, who's the young lad who does stuff on the internet, who's, again, I love following his progress. He uh, He's changing, he's developing, and I'm, I'm really enjoying that. There's a couple of other people that I do not work. I just, I suppose, got involved with through golf on social media, that, that, that are watching their progress and how they're changing. So... That's really exciting for me. Um, so just to finish off, where does that bring me to? I have to make changes. And I'm going to start the changes by me. I, I looked at the the Harry Redknapp program, and as I say, a lot of it is diet. So follow my journey for the next six weeks, starting from today. And I feel, crikey, this is like signing a fucking contract, that I'm going to go on a pretty strict... I'm starting to get stronger each day. I'm starting to get... A little bit um a little bit better each day i've even thought yesterday about shall i go and hit some golf balls um and i didn't but i thought about it and thought ah, should i uh, i've got a little bit of back problems um but i think that comes again so lack of fitness lack of so i'm going to go on a six-week program of diet what's that diet going to be i'm not going to go crazy but i'm going to cut out all sugar all processed foods uh I'm not, i probably will eat some meat i don't want to go completely vegan i probably will eat small amounts of meat but it won't be a lot um but it's basically just going to be simple food natural 
food, uh, nothing packaged. Um, and, and that's my six week plan. Now, I know that I have dips. I'll go get through the first week somehow. Uh, when I'm into something, I'm pretty good at doing it. Uh, but I've got to find something that I can continue to do after the six weeks. So that's going to be my battle plan for the next six weeks. So really what this podcast was about was um, was my battle plan. But I've, I've noticed I've been talking rubbish for 40 plus minutes. So yeah, just very quickly... I'm going to, as from today, and that's not good because I'm pretty hungry, I am going to start eating right. Uh, Even if I do no exercise at all, I need to lose some weight. Um, But then I think after probably a few days, if, if, if I start to feel okay, I think then it's a walk. You know, where will I get to in six weeks? Where can I get to in six weeks? Um, So what my plan is, is every Saturday I'm going to do a podcast. It won't be as long as this one or the last one or whatever. It won't be 50 minutes long. It'll probably be five or ten minutes. It'll be an update of where I'm on, where I'm at, what I'm doing, how I found it. Um, The things that I'm missing to eat. Have I cheated? Have I at crap food have i had a binge you know and i'll be honest with you what i've done um so yeah that that's that's my plan for the next six weeks any questions you know i would like more interaction if anyone's got any questions or anything they want me to talk about more in depth i skirt on a lot of things i know i do i skirt around and i talk about things very quickly and, and brush over them anything there that you want me to go into a little bit more depth with or you know, I'm also like to do more podcasts with people. You know, it's easy for me to talk with somebody. Um, don't think this is a big studio or anything like that. Or what some people do, they think I've, I've got this big production thing. I'll, I'll be honest, if you could see me now, what is it? It's probably about seven o'clock in the morning. I'm laid on the sofa. I've got my telephone about 12 inches away from me and I'm just waffling on. Um, I've got a cup of tea. On the, no, a cup of coffee on the side, uh, and that that's how I do a podcast. So it's nothing fantastic. So follow my journey. But the one, I suppose, good bit of news is that um, it, it, this is this will be work. But I'm going to be honest with you; it's going to give me a little bit of time to get my head round a few things. Uh, I've had a golf pro drop out of a cruise ship in about three weeks' time, and I've not really gone looking too hard to replace him so what i'm gonna do in about three weeks probably a bit more than that 23rd of april i think i go i'm gonna go off for 11 days and i'm gonna do the golf coaching on tui discovery one or two i think it goes from the caribbean uh we do the crossing for i think i'm on it for about 11 days uh coaching on board um and I think I end up somewhere back in Europe after 11 days. And uh, that will be the interesting diary to look at the food on because you could eat 24-7 on one of those cruise ships and the quality of food is fantastic. So that's going to be probably a tough week, um, but a great week. So I'm looking forward to that. As I say, look, look, I have got lots of things on with work at the moment, but um, yeah, good to talk to you all. Um I hope you've listened. I hope you've enjoyed me waffling on. Uh, some of it hasn't been easy for me to talk about. Um, 
but I hope I'm making a little bit of sense and I'm not rambling too much. Take care, look after yourselves.